We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Bear Down Ballers here on the field of 68. I'm Ryan Wall. I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Jordan Pollack. And Jordan, this past weekend was one of the best and the best win against Arizona State for Arizona. Their largest victory, 45-point win in Tucson. There's just nothing better than that. If you're a Wildcat fan and Jordan, what are your thoughts on that? And how are you doing today? I'm doing great. It's a, it's a good day. It's been a, been a really great week. So I'm, I'm excited. We're, we're just inching towards inching towards March. So I'm, I'm getting super pumped and excited for it, but yeah, the game, the game was awesome. And, and I think especially for a season where we have a really good team and it seems that we just can't get any, wins that aren't within the last like few minutes it, it was it was a reliever and I definitely think it was a huge point for this team to to put a little bit of distance between them and the 60 footer uh, half court buzzer beater from last year yeah it was just unbelievable as you mentioned this season has been a little bit up and down as we've mentioned every single week but the last couple of weeks Arizona has They've really got it going. They've won six straight games. They've been incredible. One of the hottest teams in America. And in this game, they shot the ball unbelievably. 57% from the field, 40% from deep. And the, their leading scorer was a guy that had a great game last week. Kind of like KJ Lewis was the star off the bench a couple weeks ago. But this, the last two weeks, it's been Jaden Bradley, eight for 11 from the field, 21 points, five assists, four rebounds. He is just such an exciting player to watch. He's such a crafty and just intriguing finisher at the rim. And he's just unbelievable when he gets going. What do you think of his play? Yeah, he's 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 been an amazing piece for this team, especially coming off the bench. Uh, he's, been, he's been a primary ball handler for this team pretty much throughout the entire season so far, and it's it's really awesome to see him being able to to get it score to get to get it going in the scoring uh, stat for sure for this team. And I think one thing that that's just 
that's just so remarkable for this team is is just the roller coaster it seems that the season's been they kind of went into this season with with not tons of hype but some national hype and they 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 played out of their minds the first few weeks of the season going mm-hmm. into Cameron Indoor getting a win against the top I think they're Duke was ranked second at the time yeah that was huge and that propelled them up to being top five for for a majority of December and they had some really tough road games in the Pac-12 and and they kind of I think it just humbled them in a sense and and it kind of put them back back on the road and kind of out of the clouds and and to see how Tommy's just kind of shifted this team and just gotten their confidence back up is it's just been amazing because that, that's the biggest thing that I noticed. And we're going to talk about some of the games for, for coming this week. And I think that's some of the big thing I noticed, especially the last time we, we went up to Washington State. Only two guys were in double figures. And now we're – it seems like at least all five starters, if not somebody on the bench, is going off in double figures. So the confidence from from the starting five to even the bench is just, is just a remarkable time, and it's remarkable timing to be honest. Yeah, and that that's something that I never wavered on with this team is the mm-hmm. leadership of Tommy Lloyd because I just have so much confidence that he can lead this team. He can get this team back on track when they did have an, a really bad stretch there. I believe they lost four or five at one point earlier in the season, and things were kind of rocky, but he got them going and these players are just playing for him every single night. And every night, it's someone different. Like I mentioned, it's Bradley uh, that night against ASU. And also Umar Balo, a perfect five for five from the field. 15 points, 11 boards, another double-double. He just feasts down there in the paint. And he just exposes defenses. And players that are just inexperienced that are guarding him and guys that are just smaller. Because Bao is one of the bigger centers in college basketball, and he really has a nice frame to him, and that allows him to, you know, get that leverage down low. What do you think about Bao, and and uh, who who else maybe stood out to you in this one? Yeah, I completely agree. And I was talking about last week how kind of the standard for centers is getting a double double, and and Bao is very close to putting up averages of of a double double so far this season. It's just just a little under that in the rebounds category, but he, he's, he's been, he's been really, really good and a really good building block and a foundation for this team go, going forward that just kind of needs perimeter guys to be able to put the ball in the hole from the arc and, and try to get it off the bounce eventually. Yeah. I think him and I think Keyshaw Johnson has, has continued to be a stable force for this team. And it was really awesome to see him have a highlight uh, kind of reverse reverse dunk in the ASU game. I think that was one of my favorite plays, but just like, like you said, the experience from Tommy Lloyd, but just the experience from the transfers with him and Caleb love is, has just been awesome to see them kind of pick up the younger guys and bring, bring them, bring them up to the top specifically with, with Boswell and the two bench guys with KJ. And yeah, um, yeah. yeah I, I totally agree. And that's something that, also gives me a lot of confidence as the season goes on and as we get close to March, just about three weeks away or less and six games left in the regular season for Arizona. But having those older guys when other teams just don't have it, you see there's a lot of top teams in the country that might have one, might have two guys, but 
Arizona at this point, four of their five starters all have solid experience. Everyone besides Boswell, Boswell mm-hmm. did, you know, he still played last year in the tournament and in, in the Pac-12 tournament, that is. But um, the other four guys are all veteran players, and I think that's going to really help this team as they move on. But, Jordan, something else that stuck at, stood out to me in this game was Arizona only turning the ball over five times in this game, which is just unbelievable. It's the first time they've had five or less turnovers in a game since December 4th of 2022 when they beat Cal 81-68, which it's just an incredible thing because we were talking before we started recording today, but Arizona is known to be a little bit turnover prone by the way they play and their fast-paced style. Um, But, yeah, what are your thoughts on um, Arizona, not just this game, but the last couple games? They're really kind of limiting the turnovers. Yeah, definitely. I think, I think a part of that is, is guys are just a lot more natural and finding the open space and to where they're not throwing it into a crowd. And and we were talking about how earlier, like just with the high tempo-ness, you're gonna make a few extra passes that are a little bit more risky, just trying to get a quicker basket. Like that's, that's just a fact of, of doing that kind of thing. Like in football, if you're throwing the ball a lot more than other teams, you're obviously going to throw them a lot more picks because you're going to put them in a lot more dangerous spots over the course, over the course of a game. And it's the same thing in basketball. If, if you're trying to fit it into, into really small windows, there's going to be times when a finger gets on it and they get deflected and the other teams going the other way. But with that being said, that is a huge recipe as we've said for this Arizona team over the last few games of being able to, to stop the turnovers and put themselves in better position to score and limit transition going the other way. Yeah, but I totally agree. That's just part of it's kind of like when you shoot a lot of three pointers, you kind of live and die by the three. Exactly. Arizona pretty much lives and dies by the fast break. That's a big part of their offense, a big part of Tommy Lloyd's identity here at Arizona. And yeah, I think ours, it, it really just, I think it's kind of finding that balance, which they've been trying to do the, the couple years of this Tommy Lloyd era at Arizona. And this is the best they've looked at, you know, limiting the turnovers because you're not going to have none. Nobody has that, but just kind of keeping them to a minimum and kind of just making as many good plays as you can. But this game overall was a blowout. As we know, 45 point win by Arizona, this game at halftime to me was pretty much over. And then the the lead continued to grow into the second half and that allowed multiple players off the bench to play a little more. Did did you have any other final thoughts uh, from this game? Yeah, I think just, just to go in hand with the turnovers, I think, especially with the style of this team, matchups depend a lot. And especially early in this game, ASU was trying to run, but they just, they just don't have the kind of scores and the athletic guys that Arizona did to be able to keep up. And, and I think they saw that and they saw they, and they, the biggest part was they just didn't have enough speed to kind of, kind of keep it on the first six minutes. That's when the game was super close. And I think they kind of realized that that and they slowed it down and, and Arizona just kept it up. And I think that's the biggest thing with matchups and, and who you're playing and and how are they playing? Are they going to try to increase their speed or not? I, I remember the Purdue game is pretty similar. Purdue was trying to trying to run and transition a lot more too against us the first few minutes of that game. Yeah, I totally agree. 
going into that game against ASU, we both thought it would be a little bit closer than obviously 45 yeah. points, but we did know Arizona is a very poorly shooting team, especially from deep, only 25% in this game. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, this was just an unbelievable victory. There's nothing, nothing better in sports than beat, not just beating your rival, but beating them bad and kind of blowing them out of the building. And yeah, that for is sure. just and Arizona, un- yeah. yeah. And Arizona, Arizona fans over the last 12 months have just had an amazing time staring down little brother up north. <laughs> yeah, it's great to it's great to beat up on Arizona State, beat up the Sun Devils, never gets old in football or nope. basketball. But Jordan, let's move on and talk about um something that's not related to games, but a couple signings that um and kind of mm-hmm. that Arizona's had inside their athletic department and leading the way they hired an official full-time and their first female full-time athletic director, Desiree Reed Francis, if I'm saying that correctly. She's an Arizona grad. She graduated from Arizona in, I believe, 97 with a, a degree in law. And she's mm-hmm. been an associate AD at a bunch of different places. And she's had two stops being an athletic director first at UNLV 2017 to 2021. And then lastly, Missouri 2021 to 2024. And now she returns to her alma mater. What are your thoughts on this hire for this athletic department, this sports program? I believe it's Reed Francois. I believe that's French, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, you might be Um, better. Yeah, you're probably more right than me. I think it's a, I think it's huge, especially for, for where the state of the athletic program is. And it's, it's awesome getting a wildcat in the building. Um, she, she's the first like full time paid female athletic director, which, which is awesome, especially with, with how well women's sports have been at the university of Arizona. And I think that's a really cool thing. Um, I actually have a source that was recently at, in the athletic department in Missouri and they, Missouri was completely blown away by this move from her. She did take a pay cut to leave Missouri, and she even said in 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 some of her in some of the presser from the other day that this really was the only job that she would have left uh, SEC Missouri for. Um, and she had just done remarkable things. They they had quite a bit of deficit problems when she got there, and she implemented a lot of a lot of uh, interesting ideas and, and they flipped the script and, and they're in a lot better place um, financially in the Missouri athletic Dr- athletic department. And so I think that's, that's one really big bright spot about this. And, and she said it was a heart move. And, and I think especially for Arizona fans over the last few weeks, I think the idea of people taking money over Arizona and people rather taking Arizona over money is it's just, it's just a heartwarming feeling, honestly, that somebody's totally choosing agree. us rather I than totally just agree. a little bit of a dollar sign. And somebody wants somebody wants Tucson to be in a better place and and their alma mater and their home to be in a better place. So so it's really awesome. She has a son that's even at Missouri. He's a walk on on the basketball team there. So I'm sure this was not fully all just oh all of my family's at Arizona. So I'm, I'm sure that was a little hard for her, but. Who knows? Maybe we can get him to transfer over into the Arizona men's basketball team and 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 get a new walk on. That that'd be really awesome. But I'm I'm really excited for for this new era of Arizona athletics and and what she's gonna bring. Yeah. Um. It was. It, yeah. I think it's a good hire too. 
And it, it just kind of caught me off guard because for weeks we kind of heard that it was going to be more of an in-house hire because Arizona mm. couldn't or didn't it didn't seem like originally would offer wouldn't offer you know that type of money but yeah it's great to see that she took you know an offer to come back home and even though it is like you said she she is getting paid i believe a million a year five-year contract with you know additional kind of incentives that you know could boost her salary depending on how the athletic department does and the athletes so there's all there is upside in it and it's just yeah it's 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 good to have some fresh blood in there as we know, the Hiki era Definitely. ended weeks ago, had a rough ending, and hopefully she can, you know, get this off to a better start and kind of get the athletic de- department into a better place than, than Hiki left it. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, and she left Missouri in a great spot financially and and just overall in their sports. Like their football team had a New York Six Bowl, bowl win. Their mm-hmm. volleyball team made the NCAA tournament. Like Missouri, Missouri's, it was a great job. And, and she went in there when it was not in a great spot and she left it a lot better. And so I'm, I'm, I'm really excited for this hire. As you guys know by now, we've partnered with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks and we'll have special offers for the listeners and the viewers of the Field of 68 as we all get ready for the best month of the year, March Madness. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, you can use the bonus code FIELD150 and you will get $150 in free bets on your first wager with BetMGM regardless of whether or not you win that first bet. Here's the best part. All you need to do is deposit and bet $5 of your hard-earned money. This is how you make it work. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using the bonus code FIELD150. That's FIELD150. Deposit at least $5 and place your first wager on any game. You will receive up to $150 in bonus bets regardless of the outcome of your bet. Just make sure you use that bonus code FIELD150 when you sign up. And remember, 
BetMGM is now available in one wallet in select states. As a New Jersey resident, this is super convenient when I have to go cover games in Philly or New York, which happens quite a bit. When you cross state borders, you just log into your existing account and fire away. You don't have to create a new account in each state. It's easy, it's simple, and it's clean. And most importantly, we have some fun stuff coming up for the conference tournaments and for the NCAA tournament. Bet insurance tokens college hoops odds boost and my personal favorite a nice little parlay boost here and there so download the BetMGM app and sign up today big news guys i am thrilled to announce that we have partnered with autograph a company founded by the goat himself tom brady the autograph fandom app gives you access to the best college hoops content fan contests and exclusive rewards like discounted tickets all for doing the things that diehard fans like you already do following your favorite team in the news and listening to podcasts just like this one when tom and yes i am calling him tom we're on a first name basis these days co-founded autograph he had one mission in mind change the fan experience for the better it works like this you get all of your college hoops content you want in one place you get articles from your favorite writers pods from your favorite hosts contests from your favorite creators all on the feeds and the sites that you already enjoy but instead of having to go to all these different places it all comes to you in one spot the autograph fandom map but here's the best part the more content that you consume the higher you rank in the app as you consider the level up in status on the app you can unlock unique rewards curated exclusively for you. So download the free autograph app in the app store and use the referral code F68, that's F68, or tap in at the link in the description below or in the podcast app of your choosing to start earning points for doing something as normal as listening to this very podcast. Yeah, I think it's a really good hire. And kind of right when we found out this news, Jordan, we also found out another big part of the athletic department and that's Tommy Lloyd we've heard for kind of the past couple of months that he's going to get an extension when's it going to come is it is it not and the extension extension was agreed upon by Tommy Lloyd with the athletic department it's a five-year deal he's getting paid around uh about five and a quarter a year and the last year is going to get up to six million also Obviously, it includes incentives every year if they make, you know, different rounds of the postseason. If they win a national title, he gets a bonus and all that good stuff. But it's just when I saw that, it was great to see that Arizona is containing their best coach and one of the best coaches in college basketball. As we know, he's a rising star and just kind of both of them together, Desiree and then kind of the Tommy Lloyd extension were just great, mm-hmm. like one-two pairing of great news that, like you said, it's it's just great to have good news with this athletic department because for a while it, it all seemed kind of bleak. Yeah, yeah, completely true. And and outside of Tommy Lloyd and Adia Barnes, like the athletic department is is just kind of filled with like younger either newer coaches or coaches that are just haven't been in the profession or in their specific job for very long like the baseball coach i think it's his third year um low for the softball i think this is her second year running um brent brennan's first year 
and and so it's it's kind of cool just getting a whole new band together and and kind of seeing seeing where they can they can kind of take uh take the a to yeah um do you have any other thoughts about how either one of these hires um in, in will you that you believe will impact this program in the future yeah so i don't I'll I'll take the question in a little bit different of a direction. I think, yeah, yeah, I think I, the Tommy Lloyd specific yeah, you're good. Specifically with Tommy Lloyd, I think it's awesome to have him for an extension, but I think the next extension, I think are going to have some ties with it because at that point he assuming nothing bad happens, bad happens meaning like he stays the Arizona coach, that that next extension is going to be tied to either a final four, a natty and elite eight appearance. It's going to have something because as we know with Sean Miller, like so much of his firing, as much as it had to do with NCAA things, there was always the thought of like, yeah, but he still like, hasn't got us to a final four with all of these amazing recruiting classes. He had a number one overall pick and it was just year in and year out. Like the highest they ever got to was an elite eight. And and for Arizona basketball standards, that's not high enough. And so mm-hmm. I think, I think once once you're in for five years, and and everybody's been watching all all these videos, especially now that are circulating, people are measuring down metrics of, hey, the you have to be in like top thirty five, Kempon, offensive and defensive defensive efficiency. These are the teams that that are included right now that would fit. And and one of the things I saw that was never has like a like a a coach that's like been coaching with his team for like under four years has won a natty and so yeah 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 and that, mo- and, mo- and that was one time it's 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 you know the older veteran coaches it's not yes. many that we've seen that have just came in and just immediately win yes exactly and so in a majority of the videos i've seen that's that's the metric that pulls U of A out of it is because this is only Tommy Lloyd's third year. So by 2027, he's going to be in it for six years and he wouldn't be pulled out of that metric. And if, and if there's still no final four NCAA championship, that it's, it's, it's going to be a lot harder for, for him to defend himself. Again, that's, that's a future that's ifs and buts and thens don't care about it, but the next extension will have some things tied to it. I, I believe. Yeah, I totally agree. And I, before you said that, I was thinking the same thing, kind of the five year yeah. marker of being the standard of when you have to establish real success. He's had success here. Obviously he's won, I believe over 25 games every year. He, you know, won multiple PAC 12 tournament championships, uh, regular season Pac-12 title he's done a lot of good things here don't get me wrong but I totally agree (laughs) at a certain point you have you have to get to the next level and that's been something that we all known has happened a lot from where he came from at Gonzaga (laughs) he had so many seasons there where they just couldn't get over the hump got to the national (laughs) title game a couple times and just never can just never could punch their ticket and get to that that mountaintop and yeah, that always seemed like it was the problem. And we'll see if he can kind of break that curse, if you'll say, um, that he had with Mark Few. But yeah, I think the future is bright. And until I agree, Arizona has multiple because you know they made the Sweet Sixteen 
two years ago last year they obviously lost in the first round so if they lose in the first round again god forbid this year then then you start to question and kind of think about that more but even if they went to a sweet 16 this year and elite eight that's really good in in your third year so yeah, yeah i'm not i'm not too worried about him right now and yeah i think Agreed. he's going to continue to just grow this program and, and move it forward but moving on jordan i wanted to get into this weekend's games because like i, I said to you before we we went on today is that this is the first matchup between two ranked opponents for arizona playing another ranked team of their Pac-12 season heading into the Pac-12 play this year, we didn't think we would see any at that point because no other oh. team was ranked <laughs> besides Arizona. And now Washington State is ranked 21 heading into this matchup Thursday night. And Jordan, it is on national TV. It's on FS1 so everyone can watch it. It's taking place in Arizona at McCall Center. It's at it's a tip off time a little bit later, 9 p.m. in Tucson, 11 p.m. on the East Coast. And this is just a great one because Arizona is looking for revenge. As we know, they lost by three points when they when the game was in uh, Washington State a couple months back. And their their big time players, Isaac Jones, he went off for 24 and 13. He's a really good scorer. They got Miles Rice, who went off for 18 in that game. And Arizona just, they were they shot the ball under 30% in that game. And besides Love, nobody else could get it going in that game. What, what, what do you think about this matchup? And how do you think this one will play out now that it's back in Tucson? Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Yeah, Kyle, Kyle Smith's got this Washington State team playing really well. Um, I think they're I think they're the only team that has a better win streak right now than Arizona does. Arizona's at six, I think, and Washington State's at seven. Um, so one streak's gonna go down this this week. Yep. And Washington State's only a game back in the standings. So Yeah, this is pretty winner, much more winner, the regular season to me. Win, yeah, winner take all. Winner take all right now. Um, so it's a big game, especially going towards um, kind of the Pac-12 tournament and what that'll look like. Um, I, I I think it's the biggest thing of of who shows up and scores. Um, the last time these two teams played, uh, Washington State, I believe, had three or four guys that earned double figures, and Arizona only had two. I was talking about that earlier. Caleb Love and Umar Bala were the only guys that were going. Um, Caleb Love was the guy that missed missed a game tying three as seconds uh, expired up in up there in Washington State, 
Um, I, I, I expect the crowd to be to be in this game, though. I expect the offense to continue um, to play with the confidence they've been playing the last few weeks, especially in McHale. And we're saying I, I love the fact that probably likely the only, at least regular season, Pac-12 game we will get this year that's ranked. It's it's amazing that it's going to be in McHale of all places. Yeah. And especially the last. The last Pac-12 matchup that has ranked teams that that's that that's kind of sad to be honest. And this will probably be one of the last weeks where we'll see Washington State and Washington really against Arizona in, in a while outside of possibly tournament plays and stuff going forward. The offense to be up, McHale be rocking like they were on Saturday, and for Arizona, um, probably a little bit tougher game. Uh, especially with the way Washington State's been playing, I, I expect them to get a win though this week in a in a close one. By how many? I'd say probably around four, probably two possessions, four or five. Got, yeah, gotcha. I, I think Arizona's going to win this game. I think they're going to win by seven points. Actually, I do think it will be closer game. I think Arizona will put pull away in the end. Just think Arizona's a deeper team, and at home, I continue to say it: this Arizona mm-hmm. team is. To me, one a top. <laughs> I mean, they're ranked four in the country, but when they're at home, I I think they're pretty much unbeatable at this point against anyone in the country. Their home, their home court <laughs> advantage is unbelievable. Their fans, as you mentioned, they always show out. So it seems like we're on the same page there. But their last game of the weekend's on Saturday. They're playing Washington for the first time this season. Actually, it's taking place. At, at um at home both Washington teams will be at home this game's actually on CBS it's taking place at noon on uh in Tucson at 2 p.m. on the east coast uh Washington has a couple of good scores from Kentucky transfers from there Keon Brooks Severe Wheeler both averaging over 15 for Severe Brooks 21 actually really high level scores but they just don't have a lot much besides those two. They're 14 and 12, 10th in the Pac-12. What do you think happens here, Jordan? You think Arizona extends their winning streak to potentially eight games at this point? I th- I think they do, but I think one thing is just the style of Washington. They they play a they play a deep zone, um, and that's something that Arizona really hasn't seen a lot of. Um, it's a pretty aggressive zone too at the top of it especially with a lot of pressure and the passing lanes at the top of the key on the ball handlers. And so it's just something that they haven't seen for very long. I'm sure they've been, uh, they've been repping it in practice this week, just mix it in with the Washington state game plan. Cause you don't want to step in within a day of the game and do live reps against a zone that you haven't mm-hmm. seen all year. I know that's one reason why historically teams like Jim Beheim, Syracuse teams, if they can get past that first game of the weekend, the second game, they're really good because they'll play against a team that hasn't seen their zone for more than 24 hours in advance. Yeah. And so that's, it's a thing that zone teams can really trip up, trip up teams um, just because it's super rare, especially with teams that that's their primary defense. Like you, you have team like Duke's been Duke's always been known to mix mix and match different zone and man coverages throughout games based on makes and in game situations. But teams that just play primarily zone is pretty rare, and so that that's going to be the biggest thing from from this game is is how how they're going to react to that. Um, if they're shooting well, 
there there's not really a huge way that zones really can outlive a team that can just hit wide open threes. And so um, I, I expect this game to be a lot more manageable um, for Arizona with that being said. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I, I think that is kind of, that is in question when you look at an Arizona team, if they are given a little bit more space, they will shoot more. So mm-hmm. and Arizona is up and down shooting the ball, but yeah, I agree. I think Arizona wins this one by 10 actually. I think they're going to win this one a little easier, but the only question is that this is the first time both teams are seeing each other this year. And, you know, late in the season, that that's kind of rare at this point of how the schedule worked out. So I think they can give Arizona some trouble early on. They do have a couple of veterans, as I mentioned, but I think Arizona will get the job done. Sounds like we both think Arizona will extend their winning streak to eight and oh, be in the, a sole possession of first place in the Pac-12 with no one uh, that too uh, too close, for say. But I want to thank everybody for tuning in to today's program. This has been Bear Down Ballers. I'm Ryan Wall. He's Jordan Pollock. You can follow us on X at Bear Down AZ Pod. Follow the field to 68, and we'll see you next time. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.